Usain's gonna do it. He's a genius. I said welcome to Sugar Show. And welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. We are here through Zoom. We're virtual, baby. This could get ugly. Anyone would think this was deja vu. It feels like we've already been through this. It's because we have. Because you cut out. Yeah, well, sometimes technology fails you. That's right. Like love. Love has failed many men. Many men. Many, 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 many men. So we've had technical glitches. We've had and Toby's being weird. Failed, failed Zoom meetings. Dylan nearly dying again. Happens. So the fact that we're here um, proves how strong this podcast really is. Stronger. It's because than, yeah. Dylan is a bad man. Why? Yeah. Why am I a bad days. man? COVID yeah, can't COVID touch not. this, brother. No, it cannot. So speaking of COVID, no. let's get into it. First question, the people's voice. It's how we start like always. We've got Alice Dat there. He's back. Long time between drinks for old hour. He goes. Philippe. He goes. <laughs> Look who Kobe just added to the chat. Who? <laughs> I'm lost. What's up? Can you not see it up the top? No. Oh, it's probably because ah! I'm, I'm the admin. Johnny Big Schlong. It's all... <laughs> oh, shit. My phone's been trying to get in for the last 20 minutes. Kobe, <laughs> unconnect Johnny Big Schlong. It's going to make your Wi-Fi go slower. There we are. Okay. I was okay. holding my phone and Johnny Big Schlong's come up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this runs from out. <laughs> he goes, the person leading my footy tipping league at work has gotten the margin perfect both weeks and also tipped Hawks to beat Port. Is there something sus going on here? The answer Shit. is yes. Hayden, yeah. that sounds like some Doctor Strange shit. It sure does. Here's one for you, Kobe. Did yes. that certain individual go into the future or go into the past to predict both margins? I say he, in October of last year, mm. went all the way forward to 2023 to grab the season record of this year. And now he has every game, every margin, and he gets a couple wrong every week so that people don't become too suspicious. Did he see the Green Goblin, you think? Hayden, no, that is not what the Green Goblin does. That is more that is more Biff from Back to the Future. Correct, it is Kobe. Keep up, son. Keep up. Sorry, brother. Think McFly, think. McFly. All right, next question. I thought I told you not to come back in here, McFly. Next question. <laughs> this one's from Tom Adors. He goes, mm. hmm, interesting this comment he's about to make here. Port Power look like they're struggling a bit. A bit of a surprise oh. considering no one mentioned their downfall on the pod. Yeah, strange that. Are the Crows a chance mm. to beat them this week? 
So, gentlemen, let's be clear. It's been two games. All right. So, Essen, uh, sorry, Bulldogs and Notorious. Kobe, stop making a dickhead fucking finger bloody. I don't even know where that is, Kobe. <laughs> We're listeners. I can't even put one. I'm just going to keep rolling through. Just go. Keep going. Keep going, Hayden. I think you're making a fantastic point. <laughs> We we will upload this part to Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe, I gotta go to work tomorrow, bros. (laughs) So do I. So do I. She took over my body. All right. Where were you? Um, it's been two rounds of the AFL season. Notoriously, the Lions and the Bulldogs have been 0-2 or 0-3 in previous years, and look where that has ended up for them. Um, what I'll say about is Port, let's have a look after about five, six rounds to see where they're at. doesn't look great at the moment, and I still predict them to you know, go as far down as what um, I did. But Adelaide are going to be non-competitive this week. If yeah, they no, they, they've in, got no chance. If they don't bring in Phil Thorpe or Malera, Sacknicks, Sack him. Piss him off. See you later. Whoa, Hayden. Close the doors, mate. Close the doors. Well, he's he's won he's won five of his first I think they said five of his first 40, 40 games. Yep. Something, Something like that. Interesting yeah. strike, right? Even Buck Rogers wouldn't like that strike, right? No. Or your mate Dylan, Dylan, question who the fuck is Buck Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> You've got no idea, eh, Cope? The greatest opener in Test Australian history. (laughs) Australian Test history. Greatest opener ever. And his name's Buck Rogers. Chris Rogers. Oh, I know who Chris Rogers is. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Big Cheese, Andrew James, he says, so Tyrant Hill apparently had the choice between the Jets and the Finns, the Dolphins, before being traded from Kansas City uh, for a first... A second, a third, and a fourth, something like that. Yeah, deal. So he says, do we see the rise of Tua this year with him being surrounded by weapons and being protected, or does he turn out to be a bust? So the question there, will Tua Tagovailoa be a bust? Look, Tua doesn't have the strongest arm, but I actually think that this is a big win for the the Chiefs. Sorry. Um, I think the draft capital that they've got in return... (laughs) I'm not having this. I'm not having this, Dylan. Dylan, I'm not having this. Just so the listeners know, obviously, when we re-record, we re-record everything. Kobe has literally just jumped in and stolen exactly what Hayden said last record. I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to fucking kill you, bro. You monk. Keep him on the train. Bum. You bum. What do you think, Dylan? Do you think he's going to be a bum or what? Well, I don't know. I just—he's just—he's had a real weird run with injury and stuff. I think let's see him have a full season, f- nice and fit. He's now got, a, as we know, a couple of weapons. Let's see if we can do something. Like you said, I mean, let's—it's this I would, season. Or I bust. would like—I would like to pose a question to you both. Why cool. would Tyreek Hill leave the Chiefs? I got no answer. Probably more Chiefs. Apparently, he wanted the bag. I mean, it's obviously why he. It's obvious as to why he chose Miami over New York. Correct. Because the Jets suck. 
but Miami suck too, actually. They can't be that bad. Mate, they're shit. They just sacked their coach after back-to-back winning seasons. You know what? Miami haven't been good since Ace Ventura had to come in and save their dolphin. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Alrighty, next question here. This one comes from Lewis Munn, our favourite Mystic Munt. This is a big call. If we brought back big calls, he would... Oh, he didn't really make a call. He's, he's posed the question. Mm. Is it possible, slash will, is it possible that Nat Fife could go down as one of the biggest underachievers okay. for his capability? Underachievers. I Look, heard Lewis say this the other day. And then he two wanted it on the pod. And Lewis is incorrect. Extremely I guess I, I, Lewis is just coming from the point that Nat Fife fit for Look, his whole career. Look, if he wasn't injured for, for half his career, what lows. could he have done? Could have won what seven brown lows. Could have won seven brown lows. But the fact is he's yeah. already won two brown lows. Yeah. And if he was at a better club, he probably would have already won a premiership. So here we go. Could Dustin Martin, if he retires, which their claims are saying that he is or going to, is he up there with the all-time greats if he retires now? Yep. But he could have done more. He could have done more. How many, how many Brownlows has Dusty won? No, but the thing is... One. Could, I, I don't know if Dusty could have done... Can do more. Agreed. What is he left for him to do? Play in the forward line and win a Coleman? Yeah, like, I, I don't well, know. Like, that's not going to happen anyway. Richmond aren't good enough to win the flag again. So, like, yeah. Back on, back on five, could any of us predict that slender framed 18 or 17, 18 year old when he started out at West Coast was going to have the career that he did now or has now? Nope. No. When so, he started so out at Freo. Yeah, except for those at Freo. But you can't say that someone that slender and that small who re, like, you know what I mean? Like when he first started. No, I said, yeah. you said when he started out at West Coast and I said oh, when he started out at Freo. My bad. But he was so small physically to see where he is now, built like a brick shit house, two-time Brownlow medalist, made an AFL grand final. Could, how many best and fairest has he, has he won? Could? Four. Four? Well, I don't think he's underachieved. Fair enough. Lewis Who's better, Pavlich or Pavlich or, Pavlich or Five? Oh, five. <clears throat> mm, great question. Really hard one. Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. Pavlich. Pavlich. You got to kick goals, mate. Pavlich. Pavlich, 350 games, 600 goals, um, seven All Australians, all in different positions. Yep. Pavlich. There we go. Uh, Zach Sarich wants our PFL B grade predictions. No. Um, we move on from that. Oh no! Quickly, quickly! Swan Athens Premiers. I think it's pretty obvious. Breaking news! I have some insider trading. Uh oh. It has been communicated to thy great self, H. Cobley, that the Mount Lawley Hawks have circled the calendar for when they play Swan Athletic. Oh no! Expect it. Expect it to be a bloodbath. In that first game. Oh no! So deal, a bloodbath. Absolute bloodbath. Physical bloodbath. Fantastic, and it's all going to be focused at me. Absolutely. All right. So I've got under good authority 
than across the Colts, reserves, and league with more punches thrown than kicks. Okay. Who told you that? Who told you that? I shall, they shall not be named. Well, I'm going to go to East Perth training and make sure I have COVID. Oh. Then who's going to then who's going to play for Mount Lawley? Oh, oh, that's fine. We'll cut that clip, I do. We'll cut pew, that clip. Pew, pew. The rivalry yeah. is on. Cut that clip and stick it in your change rooms, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two finished. Yep. All right, so we're going to go with Clay Stone. Wants to know. Any tips on how to get COVID so I can get a week off? Don't ask me, mate. I can't get it. I'm immune. Well, it's probably more the question, Dill. What have you done to get COVID despite not getting it, if that makes sense? So do you want to tell our listeners what lengths you've gone to to actually contract the virus? Yet, as you said to us, you're immune. But I want to tell us what you've done. Okay. Your body of work. Started off with Lewis Munn. Bus trip. Bus party. COVID everywhere. Didn't test positive. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't either. Yeah, but you weren't next to positive people, Kobe. I did. I spoke to one of them for a while. Nope, incorrect. Anyway, this is about me, not you. <laughs> Number two, my girlfriend personally tried to give me COVID. She went down with the Ow. ship. She tried to take me down. I said, no, thanks. Don't argue. Number three, I am currently in a household with two positive cases. My quarantine <laughs> ends at 12 a.m. tonight. So in an hour and a half. Correct. And you I still have not got it. <laughs> Rapid wow. antigens, day in, day out. I'm negative, brothers. Some people are just built different. And I feel like myself and Dylan are built different. Hated will get it. <laughs> Well, the chances are someone who has a beard. So just for those that aren't watching us, everyone's obviously listening. I've got a better beard than Kobe is trying to grow. So I'm more likely to contract COVID compared to Kobe, considering his shit facial hair that he's rolling out with at the moment. You know what? That is the science. If you have a full beard, you get COVID. And you know what? I'm happy with that. And I haven't got it yet. My, my beard doesn't connect. Guess I'm not getting COVID. Correct. Pussy. That's the science. Connect your beard, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to go to... We're going to go to Kane Sarich. What is the best okay. holiday on the calendar? As in the day? All right, let's lay them out, okay? Let's lay them out. From start of the year to end of the year. New Year's Day. Mm. Australia Day. Valentine's Day, not really a holiday. That's not, no. A holiday That's you need to holiday. get the day off. Okay, no, so we're skipping, if we're anything, skipping St. Patrick's Day? If anything, Valentine's Day causes more work and hassle. It is That's not true. a holiday That's whatsoever. True. That's true. I'm screenshotting <laughs> that and sending it to Tiana. I tell her yeah, every year. Back. I don't, I tell her watch every you year. Your birthday. Most people take their birthday off. No, we're not weight locking. No. <laughs> I'm really good I'm really good Christmas, Christmas. Day. Boxing Day mm. Continue the, the Queen's birthday oh, I'm going to say this Okay New Year's Day New Year's Eve I'm going to say New this New Year's Eve is a good one I'm going to say this Okay Whilst Christmas And Boxing Day Are the best holidays 
They mm. are the best. They, yeah. in part, are not the most efficient because it's already in the holiday period. Most oh, people, Easter. most people are already off work. Some people, unfortunately, aren't, but most are. Give me a day that is in the middle of the year on a random Monday where I can say I'm having the fucking Monday off. The Labor Day. Give me all like an Easter weekend, something like that. I'm not going to lie. Australia Day lately has been hitting different because it'll fall on like a Friday and then we'll also get the Monday off. I'm also looking at it from a teach point of view as well. So obviously Australia Day, I'm not in school. So I don't really care for that public holiday. Give me something in the middle of the year that gives me Monday, my five period day off. That's what I want. I'm with I'm, I'm with lie. Give me that Monday off. I'm not gonna lie, I've always enjoyed Easter with a little bit of chalky. A little chalky chalky. What do we, what do we want for Easter? Easter's actually coming up. Good Friday. Yep. So We've we got questions to do. Not meet. Oh, We've got sorry. questions to do, mate. Better move on, I guess, because we've got places to be. <laughs> what do you want for What do you want for Easter, Cody? Uh, I want one of those footy eggs so I can keep up with the ladder. Oh. Or do I want yeah. a Humpty Dumpty? Hmm. No, they are so <laughs> overrated. Dylan, wash your mouth out with soap immediately. Anyway, moving on. Correct. Um, Corey Wilson, name your ideal fast food mashup or your favorite customized takeout order. So mashup. So pretty much you get one thing from one place and you get something else from the other. I don't really. Fast food mashup. Regular burrito from Zambreros. So you get a little bit smaller. Large Nando's chips. And a creamy and a cheesy pitta. Hits the spot every time. That sounds beautiful. Delectable. Now, Dylan, I've, um, I've discovered something that I need to share with our audience, which has grinded my gears for a couple of weeks. Okay. Pre my vegetarian uh, phase, you could say, I really, enjoyed, I really enjoyed a flavour wrap from Red Rooster. Yes. <clears throat> They've changed it, haven't they? Two big crispy strips. Yep. Real yummy. Filling, right? Real yummy. Yeah. And um, recently I went through the other week or the other day and ordered a new flavor app. And they're the smallest chicken tenders. These little, I don't even know what they're, they're not even tenders, mate. They're like little strip Pussy tenders. Things. Yeah, pussy tenders into the flavor. You they, know, I changed them. What? So I would. I would say a KFC chips and an old school flavor flave, all right, goes down like nothing I could imagine. Subway, so you get a salad Subway with popcorn chicken in it from KFC. Yeah, but let's not go too mash up here, Kobe. I think that's pretty. Now good. Just create meals. What's yours, Dill? Um, oh, I don't really think I have a mashup because if I go to a certain place, I'm just going hard or going home, really. So, yeah, I don't think I have a real mashup. Just shout out Kebabalicious. Yeah, sponsored. Okay. And HJs, Ellenbrook HJs as well. Always. 
No, they've got Dylan's. They've got Dylan's face on a wanted poster. Correct. We robbed Stop them. Stop this, man. All righty. Next one. Next one. We have got Brock Russell predictions for final Eastern Conference standings. So the NBA. Ooh. So right now, quickly mm. pull them up. Yep. We have. We'll just do. We'll do top ten playing. The yep. Heat, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Sixers, all separated by a game and a half. Then two and a half games separation to the Bulls and the Raptors. And then the current play-in is the Cavs, the Nets, the Hornets, and the Hawks to round out the 10. So only six games to go. Um, I think the play-in is just about set. Nets can't yeah. net, Nets can't get to six. That would be in the play-in. I guess the well, Raptors. I'll, I'll start us off with. I'll start us off with one thing. I think Atlanta will beat Cleveland in the play-in with no Jared Allen. No, no, it's seven versus eight, nine versus ten. Oh well, Cleveland are gone either way. Um, that's weird. Why is it like that? Because the loser of seven versus eight gets a second chance against oh. the winner of nine versus ten. Okay, yep. I see. I thought it was just straight knockout. No. Which would be a lot more fun. So final, so final standings. It's it's a hard one to sort of go in order, but geez, having Boston just come out of the clouds post yeah. Owls, and they're playing really well too. Really, really well. So defensively, I have really, really a hatred well. for Boston at the moment. Why is Why? that, Dil? Because Jason Tatum is copping the love. Where's the love for yeah. my boy? He was fat, and now he's not. Fuck. Oh my god. I've had enough of this Luca talk. Shut up, Kirby. Yeah. When he does something in the league, tell me. When yep. is Tatum going to do something in the league, brother? Mate, he'll, he'll end his career as a 16-time All-Star. I want, um, I want to point your attention to the top of the table. Yeah, this Miami. is going anywhere. This is going anywhere. Now, I don't think Miami have the capability of winning the chip. Okay? You don't reckon... Any team you talk about as a team that tries really hard, no. They, mm. they don't have the talent. They don't have someone who will step up and score 50, like Giannis or KD. Or okay? Luca. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. It's all good to go and shoot threes at 3 o'clock in the morning. He's trying hard. Yeah, guess what? Gets to the game and he shoots 20%. Love it, eh? Mm. First in the gym, three in the morning. Exactly. Shooting. It doesn't matter if 40% you're still from shit. the field and 13% from the three. But my argument Miami, is Miami, mm. Miami, Miami might make it past the semifinals. Can't see him winning at all. Hot time. I, I tend to disagree. I can see him making the conference finals. It obviously depends on where they finish. But I don't think Miami are built for someone, you know, average 40 points. They're just going to be a team that plays hard defense and tries to restrict teams to a slow possession game. So which is why that was so good in the bubble. Because yeah. everyone was really struggling. But yep. guess what? We're back in the real world, guys. You need a star. You need a star to step up in the big moments. Who's their star? Couldn't Bam? Say. Bam, Jimmy, or Kyle. Couldn't pick one, could you? No. None of them are stepping up in overtime of game seven of the conference finals. What we're gonna do here quickly, gents, I know we'll do it soon. But early prediction, who's your East Conference Finals matchup? The two best teams in that East that you think make the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Milwaukee and one of Boston or Philly. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Milwaukee and Philly. I've, I've lost it on the Nets. They're fucked. They, they gave up 123 points to Detroit today. 123. Yep. They can't defend Cade Lickley Spit, mate. Mate, Cade Cunningham has been really good, by the way, since the All-Star yeah, break. Yeah, true. Have you seen any of Boston, how they're actually playing at the moment? Yeah. Defensively, they're, they're killing it defensively. It's almost kind of reminding me of the seven seconds or less Suns. They're it's almost like very quick. They're playing it's almost very like they have quick. the same record as the Dallas Mavericks. They do. You know what I hope here, Kobe? They, I want they Boston, do. Dallas, Boston Dallas finals. Just Wait, no, no, no. I'm going full full Dylan here. It's almost like they've got the same record, boys. Well, but the Mavs were 17 and, and, and 19 three months ago. Can I get some You know what I would love? like to say? You know what I would like to say? Don't you dare Dallas say Dallas get knocked out in the first round by Utah. Oh, fuck, it's happening, oh. isn't it? <laughs> All right. But the real we- question, on your, yeah, we, we can go down a rabbit hole, but Boston's got two bona fide all-stars, Tatum and Brown. That's why they're a chance. Exactly. So, yeah. Just clicking- to point your, just to quickly point your uh, attention towards the West, the Clippers, who are currently in the play-in, do you know who played today and scored 34? Paul George. Paul George. I can see them getting out of the play-in, and I don't think they'll do anything to Phoenix, but if they can – oh, they're six games behind with six games left. Never mind. They're playing Phoenix in the first round. If they can knock Phoenix off, power to them. All right. And then the last question here, I think this man's goal in his life right now is to just take down the Swan Athletic Sporting Club. Can we have a guess who this might be? Mm. Trent Davies? No. I've got nothing here. Jackson Moore. Ah, shock. shock. So he just says, the rumor has it that Oki time, Brendan O'Kane has been lured to Subi. It is a shame. And he says the club is in turmoil. I can confirm this is true, but I've also heard someone that will be coming back to the club at some stage uh, has been training with all pre-season with another Waffle Club. So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to just trying to say that it's um, throwing uh, stones from glass houses, if you ask me. See, I think it's not the club being in turmoil. I think it's Subiaco being in turmoil, and they're calling on our leader to lead them through this crisis. Hey, good, Cobe. Yep. It is a fantastic opportunity for Brendan, and we wish him all the best in his future endeavours. You know who we don't wish the best for? Who? Our fullback who just left to go to Darren. So, see you, Brocky. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Cobe. Put well, that up in your change rooms. He left a week before the season. A valued member of the team. Pish posh, I guess. Well, pish posh. All righty. Thank you for the people's voice. We, I don't have a timer on this, so I actually don't know how long that lasted. That could be the longest people's voice ever. All righty. Kobe, you want to get on the uh, Saudi Arabia? The Saudi Arabia train? Yeah, so the F1 race They did the beat weekend. the Socceroos 1-0 to uh, uh, disallow yeah. us from going straight to the World Cup. That hurts. We are yes. not the World Cup. Not We're soccer. Not we're talking about the F1s. We're we will talk about soccer later, though, because some big things are happening. Okay. Yes. In okay. world soccer. All right. But talk us through the race from the weekend, mate. The race. Well, I stayed up until 1 o'clock, watched it live. 
Did you actually? Yep, because I'm a diehard. Uh, and up until about up until about lap fifty of fifty seven, it was pretty boring to be honest. Perez lost the lead through a safety car and pitting too early. Um, And then it got to lap 50 and cars just fell out of the race and Verstappen finally caught Leclerc. What I love to see, though, is the fact that these cars can battle with each other over the course of six to seven laps. We saw Leclerc overtake, Verstappen overtake, all using DRS, and it was fantastic. But the Saudi Arabia track is incredibly dangerous. And I would like to see it either fixed or taken away completely. But you know what's next, guys? Australia. Melbourne. Yes. And please, for the love of God, can we get Daniel Ricciardo into a good car so he can compete? It won't happen, but I would love to see it. Please. We're begging you. So, Kobe, um, obviously Saudi Arabia was the second last race last year. And for this season, it's the second race. Were there any significant enhancements to ensure that the race wasn't as dangerous as it was second last race last year? There was maybe two changes to the two high-speed corners. Didn't change a thing because one of them put Mick Schumacher in hospital Mm -hmm. and the other one, Yuki Snowda's brakes blew up on him. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, And the race almost didn't happen. It's very high speed. The The race race almost almost didn't didn't happen. That is very true because one of the the oil building next door, which is owned by Aramco, who are the main sponsors of the race, was blown up by a missile. So the um, yeah, just Saudi Arabia things, eh? What? Yeah, the what? the drivers had to have a meeting basically and say, been, "Are Hayden? we safe? Where have you been? I haven't heard this. I haven't heard yeah. this. Okay, the drivers had a meeting. This, I think, this was after the second practice or maybe one of the qualifiers. And the drivers had to have a meeting, basically say, are we going to be okay? And their drivers, all they want to do is race. And they said yes. And then the team bosses were like, oh, I don't know. This is very dangerous. Race ended up going ahead. Everyone's alive. And now they're in Melbourne. So I'm really looking forward to not this Sunday, next Sunday. Fuck yeah. It'll be great. And it's at one o'clock as well. So um, one o'clock our time. So we finally yep. get to watch a race that we don't have to be, you know, keeping our eyes open for. Um, yep. It'll, it's be gonna be, it's, it'll be a good race. It'll be a good Kobe, race. I'm expecting an invite to that. Thanks. An invite? Yeah, likewise. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. Sure. Actually, it's the same day as the Derby. No, it's actually, no, no, that's right. It's next week. Next weekend. No, my bad. Next Switch week. on, Hayden. Are we going to the Derby? Yep. I'm uh, not sure yet. Not sure yet. Uh, I'm going to the Derby and I'm very scared for it, but we will talk about that later. Correct. Okay. We're going to move on now. So we're just going to talk about some of the big movers in the NBA. So we've sort of, we've touched on Boston a little bit here. I've obviously touched on the Mavs. Boston, the third seed, Mavs are the fourth seed. They don't just need to be big movers up though. They can slide. And boys, haven't the Lakers fucking slid, eh? After copying a 32-point triple-double in 30 minutes today from my boy, the Lakers are now 11th. They are out of the playing tournament. Surely that's it. Surely they're they if if LeBron's ankle is bad, we said it a few weeks ago. Should we shut him down? Surely this is it. What's the point? What's the point? Uh, honestly, I think this is one of the worst seasons in Lakers history. Yep. The yep. expectations yeah, that they had, the expectations that they had, and where they are sitting now, they're probably almost definitely going to miss the playoffs. 
with the Spurs on a little bit of a streak at the moment. LeBron needs to seriously sit down and think what is going on. AD is soft as butter. He is also soft as butter. And Russell has completely forgotten how to basketball. We've said it all before. Nothing's changed. Can I say something that's a definite? Yes. Anthony Davis will be traded from the Lakers. Whoa. He, he won't be traded, be traded, though, because no one will want to take him. Trust me, oh, well, he will be traded from the Lakers. It's the as same as Russell. Well, Russell's out of contract at the end of the year. so Who's going to sign Russell Westbrook next year? No, no, no. Gentlemen, gentlemen, he's got a player option, player option for oh. $44 million. Oh, So he will hold the Lakers hostage. Of course he will. Why would he not? Of course. Wow. But Anthony Davis, for me, he's the Lakers will ship him off anywhere, essentially, and try to clear up cap space to try sign a free agent. That's my prediction. Well, what do you want? Go you, want Max, and... you want Maxi Kleber and Dwight Powell or what, brother? No, nah, mate. I'll take um, Spencer Dinwiddie, please. That's not yes. clearing up cap space. I would take neither of those frauds. Dallas frauds. Mm, Utah, Utah's going to get him in that first round, eh, Kobe? Yeah, they will. Who, when was the last time the Lakers missed the playoffs? It'd be during the, those shitty last no, years the of first, Kobe, wouldn't it? The, the first LeBron year. Oh, yeah. the first LeBron year, yeah, when he did his groin and it was just kids. Yep. And he, and he said playoff. And he said playoff Bron activated and then he left. Mm. Oh, but we're not here to slander LeBron. Um, another slider. How worried are we about the Chicago Bulls? My goat. So, a little stat for you, gentlemen. Fire. This year stat against to- this year against top three seeds in the in the West and the East, the Bulls. Last time I checked, are zero and sixteen. Yep, they're fraudulent. They are currently set to play Philly. Is that is that a four one? Is that a four love? The Philly. Now, nah, Chicago will win a game in Chicago. I think they just beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. That you got to remember, they all their depth off the bench is very young still. So I can see them being if they can hold on to Demar Derozan and he can continue this sort of play in the next couple of years. I think they've got a better chance of winning a championship in the next couple of years. I actually strongly disagree, Kobe. Oh, so, what a shock! What a shock! shock. So they've got they've clearly gone all in on Vucevic, Derozan, Levine. And this is what's happened. So you can't expect a play from DeRozan, who's, what, 33, 34, to continue. Levine can't defend. Vucevic can't defend. The front office office hasn't brought in a a shot blocker or a rim protector. And, frankly, Lonzo and Alex Caruso are injury-riddled, and they're the key defenders. So the only way I see them having a chance against Philly is if they've got a fully fit roster. Um, And, unfortunately, they're just another playoff team. We thought they were going to contend early in the year, but they're just going to end up being another playoff team. Yep. And our final slider, we spoke them about them a little bit before. So I'll start you off with a question then. Can the Nets now win a playoff series? I don't know. I haven't really seen much of the Nets lately. They cannot. Do you know Why? Why? Because if, where they're currently ranked, if they finish seventh or eighth, they will versus Milwaukee in the first round. Do you see 
the Milwaukee Bucks, reigning champions, being beaten by the Brooklyn Nets? No. However, I reckon, I'll put it like this. I almost reckon the Nets would have a better chance of beating Milwaukee because of how badly they'd want to beat them after last year than they would Miami. Almost. I'd almost say that, but I haven't quite said it. Almost. But here's the question. Who's defending Giannis? Bruce Brown. (laughs) Exactly right. Um, There's there's not even a DeAndre Ayton, uh, DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Jordan that can defend Giannis. Mate, you couldn't defend me right now, so. I know, I know, but. um, I don't know, Dylan, you've got a pretty, pretty dangerous 360 spin in you. You're Charles Barkley. I told you, from 12 feet, I'm automatic. That's true, actually. Dill is the round mound of rebound. Yeah, he is Charles Barkley. 12 feet and more money. Do you you honestly see a world, guys, where, well, here's the other one. Are the Nets, here's just just thinking top of my head, are the Nets gearing up to get Ben Simmons fit to guard Giannis in that first round? No, I I, I genuinely think he's cooked. If that happened... If that happened, Giannis would have 50 a game. You can't put Ben Simmons off of, what, a year and a half layoff almost? Yeah. Straight into a series against Giannis. Mm. All righty, gentlemen. We are about... Ben will be fine. Ben will be fine. Uh, Yeah, long term he will. We are about to run out of time on this one. So let's reset and then get into footy after the break. All righty. So now, after that little intervention... What's intermission? Back Let's, from the ad break. Back from the ad break. Let's get into some footy. Okay. So we got round three is, is upon us. Doesn't mean we can't talk about round two. And it'd be rude not to start off with the big Budweiser. Yep. What a yeah. moment. Where, where were we? Where were we? At home by myself. Enjoying in the chemist. second of it. I was in the in chemist. The chemist. Getting your rats? Getting the rats. Getting the Glen 20. Uh, sorry, when he actually kicked it, I was in the car. I was in the car by that time. I'll change that. Um, have you have you got your free rats from the government deal? Yes, I have. 15 oh, big ones. Just checking. Well, there's like fucking 12 of you in that house. So. Yeah, true. But yeah, something, yeah, it's, you know, it just makes you appreciate our game sort of thing like and the fact of the matter is like will we ever see that again a lot of people are saying no and that the fact that we're able to see it it's like gee whiz you know how i say it all the time you know relate it to all other sports we've seen you know the greatest tennis players ever are going at it um some of the greatest basketballers of all time are currently going at it. We're just, we're constantly getting the old, like we were alive during this point where these athletes are just absolutely going bananas. And we were here for the 1000th buddy goal. And it was just, yeah, it was incredible. It's a funny one reflecting on guys like Matthew Lloyd, who finished on 940 or 970 goals. 30, I think it might I think have been in the thirties. Yeah. And like, when you're that close as a club, surely you just do whatever you can to get him to a thousand. You know what yeah. I mean? So if, look, I, I'm not I think, a lot. Um, I thought the same thing. Mm, like um, 
the fact that Buddy got the thousand, if anyone ever does get close, I think it's um on the onus on the club to try to get that individual there. But um, I don't think it'll yeah. ever happen again. The way footy's played now. Yeah, it's a, it's a good argument. Um, it's crazy though when you break it down. Seventy goals a year for fifteen years. It's insane. Yep. It is insane. Yep. And then when when you really break it down further, there is a dead woman on the SCG in the middle of the ground. Did you guys see that? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was about to spread, say, about to say sorry, but yeah. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird, mate. And did you see and the you writer? Did you see the writer on how they did it or why they did it? No. Yeah, because she wanted to toss the coin. She wanted to toss the coin and could never do it. And after games at the SCG, you're allowed to go on the over to do a kick to kick, but you weren't allowed on the centre square. So they thought that this was the opportunity, the only time they would be allowed on the centre square on the circle. So they thought, why not? Let's just drop the ashes in the middle of the circle. That's during Buddy's so, thousand. That is so right. Um, out I of all... Yeah, go, Kobe. Some of the best things to come out of it, though, is the players going missing. So yeah. Chad Warner and Ollie Florent ending up on the outside of the ground. Uh, Nick Blakey and someone else ending up like on the outer side of the stadium. Yep. Like yep. it's just funny. Like the, the, some of the stuff that happened, we'll never see it again. No, no. Um, once, once in a generation, but he's, it really makes you appreciate him as a footballer and the fact that he's from here. Yeah. Mm. Here we go though. The fact could almost be a useless question. Oh, it's not useless, but the fact we've just all agreed it will most likely not happen again. Who, out of the young key forwards in the game, could you potentially seeing getting close? The clo- sorry, getting Ooh. closest. Fuck. I think with the run of good health, I could honest, I could see Harry Mackay. Yeah, I think he's the only one capable of getting anywhere near seventy goals a year at the moment. Who's hang on, hang on? I, I might be tripping here. Finals goals count to total goals. Yes. Yep. 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 Sorry, I'm, my NBA brain just switched on there because points, you know, regular season and finals are separate. Now that Carlton looked to be on the up, you know, that's those extra three or four games, kicks bags of five that could really help him get those 70 goals a year. Um, if the astronaut could kick straight, potentially. Yeah. Those yeah. hands are like vice buddy. grips. Buddy he's one of the most, for, he's the most inaccurate. Out of the out of the guys who have kicked the thousand, kicked so, two goals thirteen in a game. Yep. So he's the most inaccurate out of all. Two goals eleven. One of the two. One of the two. I don't know, but um, it's probably more the volume of shots to to really think of it. But who knows where the AFL is going to head? We might head into a an era where there's more games. You know, they might. You know, who knows? We might end up playing. You know, thirty games a season. Who knows? Which makes a, a thousand goal limit more likely and. When you look at the mod, if you look at guys like LeBron, you look at guys like Cristiano Ronaldo, you look more closer to home, Scott Pendlebury, guys are playing more into their mid 30s, which might open up, you know, the opportunity for someone to kick a thousand again. But I don't think it's going to be in this current crop of players that we have at the moment. Yeah. Well, hey, we hope it is, but. Yeah. How good would it be if it was a small forward? Yeah. Just like. Well, there's, no, there's no small forwards in that thousand club, is there? No. no, no way, not a chance. Who would be the closest, Stephen Milne? But uh, bets. Uh Milne, Milne, I'll have a look. Like six, seven hundred goals. I'll have a look now. 
I'll have a look. Jack Petricelli? Oh, who? Is he still playing? <laughs> well, the funny thing is I say that because we're about to segue. So I'm going to start with you boys with a question, all right? So the Eagles went over to Melbourne. We had 14 outs, 13 with health and safety protocols, one injury. Cheers, Gaffy. Good to see you really sticking in for the club, mate. Um, we played North, put up a great effort, lost by three goals in the end. The question here, and this is not my personal question. This is just a question that I've seen going around on Twitter all week. Should that game have been postponed? No. Why not, Kobe? Why? Push ahead with the season. It's been said before the year. Push ahead with the season. Well, because I, like, I don't, my, he's my, I don't want to... Yeah, sorry. I don't want to sound like I'm just copying what reporters say, but at what point is the integrity of the game brought into play? 14 out, blokes that Aaron Black, who has been an absolute like ripper in the waffle for years, but he's 29, and he's he, there's a reason why he hasn't got to look in, you know? And he's now playing AFL footy. Kicking a ripper goal too, but at I what mean, point... Look, it, was, it was 15 points. Correct, and uh, the guy, and it never got over thirty. So let's be let's be real. It, it was a, it, it was a game. It was a game of football. It was a genuine game. It wasn't like it was a hundred points. It was one of the worst games of football you'll see. It was shocking. That is also correct. So the real thing that we need to look at is two-parted. It's or well, technically three. First, West Coast weren't deemed a side that was going to challenge for the top eight through the whole preseason. All right, so you could argue that it wasn't meaningful as enough considering they were going to be a bottom side anyway. Second one is, okay, let's go round 14, 15. You got Carlton or another side vying, jockeying for positions in the eight. And finals are on the line. You can't tell me that there's going to be a big push from club land and the AFL to potentially postpone that game, considering how important that might potentially be later on in the season. And yeah. finally, like... The worst thing too, if it was West Coast versus Melbourne and this happened and West Coast had 14 players out, oh, we would have got done by 140. And then we're that's, talking that's about being generous. Yeah, being generous. So the thing is North Melbourne finished what? Last, last year. Okay. And they're probably going to finish in the bottom six of the table this year. So where does the integrity of the competition come in when there might be a, say, Geelong play a injury, or sorry, a COVID-affected Fremantle? and win by 130 points. And that's the difference yep. between them finishing in the top four or out of it. Yep. Well, you've that's... also got to think about it. You've also got to think of it. Sorry, Dio. Uh, you've also no, got to think about it. The Eastern State teams, and probably also including the Adelaide teams, they've been and done. They've gone through COVID yeah. already. Can't get it for another three months now. Yeah, they're Whereas still getting protocols, WA... though. They're still getting protocols. Yeah, but I can't see it being any more than two or three. Yeah, agreed. But, Which you can handle quite easily, as we've seen Carlton do. But if it was were to happen, if it were to happen, what happens if we get to round 20 and we've got this new variant that comes in, which wipes out a whole club? Yeah. So See, see that's the thing. So like, yeah. The, prob- the problem here is the precedent's been set. Exactly. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. and look, play, I'll, be play the first, I'll be the first to put my hand up and say, there is no chance in hell I would want a final decided by a COVID-ridden team playing a non-COVID-ridden team. But like we said, the precedent is now set. Um, yeah. 
I, I, and I the think, thing is as well, I just, I honestly don't believe, I, I think because of the lack of the Melbourne teams having major outbreaks, we won't need to do a festival of footy th- sort of thing. One game no. can be made up somewhere. You know, we don't yeah. need to go festival of footy. One team could play two games in, in six days, you know? So I don't know. It probably just, should have been postponed. Um, I just struggle to comprehend that if something happens in round 16, absolutely, absolutely. right up at the top, that that game won't get postponed. So I, I struggle to I struggle to see how that game continues to go ahead. So, but it's round two. It's probably a good time for the AFL for something like this to happen. Um, but yeah, like you said, deal precedent's been set and integrity of the competition. You have to keep it going, going forward. If it was West Coast v Melbourne, would the game have gone ahead? That is a good question because I think the AFL wanted to keep it a, as a spectacle, as something to watch. West Coast v North, on the other hand, game never got over past five goals. The Eagles still had a more experienced side than Fremantle on the weekend. Yeah. Yep. How does that yeah. work? Yeah, I know. Yep. So, so it's a good one. Good segue, um, good segue, Cobes, because what happened? Did you rip your so, membership up, Kobe? Did you rip I it don't, up? I don't have a membership for that reason. Oh. They are. That. Well, so, Freo versus St. Kilda, you're lost. They are just going to have to win. Yeah, exactly. I said that last week before we played. It was one of the poorest displays of foot, hand, marking, decision-making I've seen for a long, long time. And honestly, whether the Eagles get players back or not, if we play like we did against St. Kilda, we'll probably get done again. The thing that was stark for me was Fremantle's lack of intent with the football as well. Yes, I agree. They they dominated the game, um, you could argue, for large periods in the first half. Third quarter, they got blown away. But how many goals they kicked for the game, Kobe? What, seven, eight? Uh, What was the score? 65 to 55, so like 8-7 or something. 15 scoring shots. 15 scoring shots. Where St Kilda in a small window in the third quarter piled on four goals in the click of your fingers. Yeah. So their ability to transition the footy by pace to give themselves looks in front of the footy yeah. um, was was evident for their style of play. But Fremantle yeah. just chipping it around across the back half. Yeah, it was, was ridiculous. So really and you could tell you could tell St Kilda were playing a flood because they knew no Tabernar, no Tracy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think this week is the week. If it's an un, if it's another undermanned Eagles team, I want to see Hamling and Alex Pierce play key position back, which allows Brennan Cox, if he comes out of health and safety, to play forward. I yep. think that has to happen, and then we have two strong marking targets. So what you want about Brennan Cox, man can take a mark. So do you have so Sean Darcy's more than likely out? Has that been confirmed yet? I'm not sure, but he's built like butter, so probably. I'll tell I'll tell you what. Can I can I jump in on Darcy for a sec? Hmm. I've said it before and I'll say it again. That man has got to take his body more seriously because you can't be 24, 25 years old posting videos on TikTok of that trainer that trains out of his garage and you do all these fitness sessions, mate, his body, his body cannot handle the weight he is at. Mate, you drop the fridge mantra. 
your knees are not going to hold up. They they already haven't at 24. Yeah. And like, mm. this is coming like, I'm not an AFL footballer. This is coming from a big fella with knee injuries. Like, it just doesn't hold up. And at the level he's playing, and I, yeah. I love him as a player. He's a bustling mm. unit. He can go forward, kick goals. He's influential around the ground. But this is going to be a two or three times a year occurrence. Yep. And, you, you know. You also remember, Dil, at that level, that's a club thing. That's right. And, he, and at the end of, is that shape because of the club. And at the end of because the day that's, as that's well. That's where they think he's going to play his best footy. Someone like Nick Nat, who I'm going to quickly bring up, who for years has been, you know, he's a bit of a bigger fella, same thing, and he'll only play 70% game time. He gets trashed year in, year out for that. But these last few years, he's put together some pretty consistent footy. So if Sean Darcy is playing 80, 85%, 90% game time for three weeks, but then missing three weeks as well, it's like, well, well, he may as well play 70% every week then. You know, it's just... It's just Nick yeah. Nat sort of caught the same thing about not playing a lot. Darcy's going to not be playing a lot because of this injury and because of the weight he's at. And it's coming in arguably one of the worst times as well for Fremantle with such yep. a young group. You want to get continuity together. 100%. With that young midfield. Um, yep. And now who knows how long this injury is going to be. But Lloyd Meek, you're not going to be winning too many taps. So Andy Brayshaw, Caleb Sarong, Will Brody, whoever else goes through there is going to be... Well, speaking of Sarong, who has been very, very underwhelming to start the year. Hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. They do a... I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's a long meal thing or just a rotational thing, but Sarong consistently only plays 70%. Hmm. I don't know what it is. A big thing for me as well is obviously... Oh, you've got the cattle across the board for me, probably a little bit questionable for the midfield depth, but you've got Hayden Young, Jordan Clark, Heath Chapman, one of the best back sixes from a, from a potential standpoint in the competition. You've got guys like Frederick, even Lobb in front of the footy. They have a bit of potential. It's just hard to watch them not use their best traits, i.e. Clark running off halfback, Hayden Young running off halfback, Frederick putting on forward pressure. Why is Kobe? Why is Travis Collier, Bailey Banfield, guys that have just I know Collier's had a good career, but they're recycled footballers getting yep. a game ahead of guys like Liam Henry, who's a top ten pick and for some reason has been transformed into a winger. Play him as a small forward. Like oh. I don't understand. Blake Akers, yeah. yep. Travis Collier, Bailey Banfield should all be dropped. Yep. For yep. Erasmus. Who's been named? Who has been named for yep. the Derby on Sunday? Yep. Someone else and someone else. And honestly, I don't care who they are. Because all three of them were terrible. There you go. Genuinely yep. terrible. Righty, boys. Anything else from the, the rest of the round that sort of... Yeah, I was going to say... I do, wanna, I, I do want to go back to the Eagles. Yep. Yep. Seeing Aaron Black have 15 and kick a goal after toiling away in the waffle and having two sandovers was probably the moment of the round for me. Fantastic, apart from Buddy, obviously. I was going to say, apart from a 1,000 goals, yeah, but no, it was buddy, a good moment. Yeah. It's fantastic. Great story. Great story. But, but um, that well, might wrap us up then, eh? Well, hey, Dogs 0-2 as well. Are they beating Sydney tomorrow night? Uh, you said they are. I've tipped Sydney. I've said, and I'm going to say it, yes, I've predicted Sydney to be top four and they started really, really well, but the Dogs win tomorrow night. 
I've tipped Sydney and I would love to see Sydney win just for the chaos that Luke Beveridge would bring. Imagine what's going to happen. But what, are our thoughts? what are our thoughts on the Derby? Yeah, bit of a... I can't see Fremantle not responding um, this week. I can't see him not losing this week. If we lose, I'm not doing the podcast next week. Yes, you are. Yeah, I think it's no, a bit of mind. I think it's a bit of mind games from you, Kobe. Um, I think the Dockers should get it. If the Dockers want some, you know, respect, they should get it done quite easily. And they you're should. sitting here, you're sitting here saying we're gonna we're gonna win, mate. This is mind game they, from you. They also should have beaten St Kilda. They definitely should have, and they should have beaten Adelaide by more than a point. And they should have beaten Adelaide by eight goals. Hey, Dylan. Just a little. I'm very thing concerned. On very. Just concerned. a little thing on little thing on Fremantle here. Yes, sir. Who did they play in the preseason? Twice. The Eagles. So did that give them maybe the rest of the competition a bit of a false, false economy as to where they were at, considering they were playing a side that's arguably going to finish bottom four? You could argue yes. And then the other side, if Fremantle don't beat West Coast by minimum six goals this weekend, assuming none of our players come back, what does that say about Fremantle, boys? Nothing good. <laughs> Nothing good. And this is what I'm worried about. Oh, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this right now. If we don't get... If, if we... Let's just say that it's the same side from last week. Okay? It won't mm. be, but let's just say it is. If we lose by less than six goals, it won't be long before I start with the what-ifs. Eagles will be 0-3 by a combined 45 points. The mm. what-ifs will be coming out. Okay? but that will be for another time. This is what I want to say. I want to say, and I won't be happy unless this happens. Okay. I want to see Brennan Cox play forward. I want to see us kick 15 goals at least. <laughs> and I want to see us actually move the ball forward. Anything Cody, else? I want to actually your... move the ball forward, have the intent to go forward. What is your biggest nightmare? Heading into the Derby, what's the worst thing that could happen? Worst possible case, Eagles win by goal. <sighs> I will jump off the roof of Optus. What if Eagles win by five goals? Is that better than one that goal? That is even worse. I will leave at three-quarter time. And I've wow. never done that. Wow. And, and I've you, sat through some bad games. You will record it on your way out. It won't happen, but this is why yep. we say you are recording it on your way out. And I will be incredibly mad. I sat through a 100-point loss to Geelong last year. I sat through the whole game. We will Dill, if you go to the uh, Derby, I'll be going to the Derby. Kobe, you're going to the Derby. Let's have I a am. beer at the Canfield afterwards and debrief. I like it, mate. Yeah, Only mate. Freo win. Otherwise, you won't see me anywhere. You'll see well, me in the river. Gentlemen, this was a great experience. We are clocking off at 11.28 p.m. Hayden, did you have something for us before we go? Yes. So obviously we're not in person, right? So it's going to be a bit difficult to do a quiz. Wait, well, well, hang on. Before we get into it, I just want to name a few countries that have missed the World Cup. Okay. Oh, go. Soccer. Yes. Quick. So just quickly. So the European champions, Italy. They lost to Macedonia. No more Macedonia for you. Sweden, Zlatan. He won't be at the World Cup. Sweden. Nigeria have missed the World Cup. African powerhouses. Correct. Is that Mali? No. No. Mo Salah won't be at the World Cup. Egyptian. Mm. Colombia and Chile 
World Cup mainstays. Colombia. Both quarterfinalists. Both Pablo. quarterfinalists at the last. Pablo. At the last World Cup. They Escobar. are both missing. And there is every chance that Australia won't be there either. So it's going to be a very interesting next few months in the lead up to Guess Qatar. what? I'm not turning on the World Cup. Fuck is. I love watching the World Cup. It's the only thing I like watching. So do I. Fantastic. All right, Cobb, what do you got for us, mate? King Cobber. All right. Here we go. Gentlemen, spoken a little bit late last week. I'm going to roll out with a riddle. All right. So if you two gentlemen can get it. Wait, 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 wait. So we've gone, we're not having a quiz. No, it's too hard, mate. Too hard. It's a riddle. So what we're going to do for this week, I'm going to pose a riddle to the two of you. And if neither of you two can get it, all right, okay. I have no idea. Kobe's right, got riddles. We're going to put it towards our listeners, of which they need to go back and figure it out for themselves. Are we ready? Yes, go. Yes. It goes as <laughs> the person who built it sold it. The person who bought it never used it. The person who used it never saw it. What is it? I don't know. Kobe? I'm not a I'm not a riddle man. I'll go one more time. Say that again. The person who built it sold it. The person who bought it never used it. The person who used it never saw it. What is it? Love. It's a coffin. You type that into fucking Google, you cheat. That's correct. Well done. Should I put one more in? One more for the listeners. That was too easy for my liking. All right, we, we okay. won't answer this. Listeners answer this. All right, the listeners can answer this one. All right, let me find it. Here we go. It cannot be seen whenever it's there. It fills up a room and it is much like air. It cannot be touched and there's nothing to hear. It is quite harmless. There's nothing to fear. What is it? Pussy. So rewind, listen again. Kobe, get off your phone and don't give us the answer. All righty. Thank you for listening. We that hope is it, very scary, that riddle. We hope it? it sounds not too bad. And hopefully next week we are back in the house of Kobe. See you, gentlemen. Signing yeah. off. Bye.